Now it's the time you've been waiting for. You're in the mix with film producer Jason Slack, a.k.a. the talk of the town now. The 40 Vision Films man himself. The owner of the Jason Slack brand. The place to be is here on the Vision Live Network. And now, let's get it in. There's a party over there. Everybody have a sip, have fun, and say cheers. There's a party over here. There's a party over there. Everybody have a sip, have fun, and say cheers. I walked in the club, shorty dancing all around, twerking. She dipping low, ass all on the ground. Give me a shot of something strong. I can sip on. I did a two-step to DJ. Welcome to the Slackers Talk Podcast, a.k.a. the Talk of the Town Now. I'm your host, film producer Jason Slack, and today is November 2nd, 2023. And on today's show, we'll be talking about none other than former NBA basketball player and former number one overall pick by the Golden State Warriors, power forward Joe Smith. And I got to tell you, man... Ah, he got a bad deal, man. He got a bad deal, man. His wife really his wife is really doing him in. Some of it some of it is on her and some of it is just self-inflicted by Joe Smith. But either way, man, we're going to talk about it. So without a doubt, let's get it in. Hey, this is your boy Jason Slack, aka the Talk of the Town now. The Slackers Talk podcast is available on all your favorite podcast platforms. Choose your favorite podcast platform, go to the Slackers Talk, hit that follow or subscribe button, and that's it. All your work is done. As soon as you hit that follow button, a new episode, a new content of the Slackers Talk podcast will be delivered straight to your device as soon as it becomes available. Now, here's the best part. You can listen to my show live, which I definitely recommend, but it gets even better. Let's say that you're busy that day. The Slackers Talk podcast episodes will be available 24-7. So you can listen to the show later. You can listen to the show the next day. You know, you can listen to three episodes a day. You can listen to an entire series on your way to work, on your way to the gym, however you want to do it. So you see, it's simple easy and convenient so what are you waiting for i see y'all thursdays at nine o'clock you heard and welcome to another epic edition of the talk of the town now as always man you rocking with the best you rocking with your boy film producer jason slack is in the building as always man you know it's just a just a blessing man i always got to start off the show each and every week like this because man you know it's, it's it's nothing i love i love more man you know what i'm saying getting to talk getting to talk to my listeners to my fans out there i love the feedback that i'm getting each and every week i love it this is what i envisioned when i started the show and at the beginning man i just got to take the time out to thank y'all man because you know what i mean without y'all wouldn't be no slackers talk podcast and you already know what it is, man. Y'all could have been anywhere in the world right now, but y'all right here with me. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. Uh, NBA season just started. You know what I mean? Y'all could be watching that. Uh, hockey is going on if you're a hockey fan. On um, the Major League Baseball World Series, it's about to wrap up. I know how big that is. NFL going on. And 
I gotta I gotta say I gotta say this too, cause I I think I might be the only one that really noticed this. Like in the middle of October, between like the middle of October and the beginning of November, like which we're we're currently in right now, this is like the only time of the year where all four major sports is going on. I don't know if anybody realized that. Man, you got hockey. They started... You know, I watch highlights here and there, man. I don't really follow hockey. Uh, I remember my middle school teacher made me play that sport. Man, I'm going to tell that story one day. That's that's a funny story. I watch highlights, but they started... They're about a month in. Yeah, they're about a month in. If I'm not mistaken, they start about two weeks every year. Two weeks before the NBA does. Hockey is playing right now. NBA just started. Uh, you got you got the baseball World Series going on, and you know we're about the mid season of the NFL, man. So you got all four sports. WNBA just wrapped up. You know, uh, shout outs to the Aces that went back to back, and um, I actually think that team is going to win. Um, I think they're going to win again, man. I think. Asia Wilson, man, I don't, hey, she's it right now. I don't see nobody stopping that. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't see nobody stopping that. I think they go, they go be up there as long as she's on the team, man. They go be up there for a while, and they and they can bring in more help. Like free agency is becoming more big in WNBA, but yeah, you know. So shout out to y'all, man, for still tuning in, even though all major four, you know, all the all the major sports are going on right now. I want to give y'all a special shout out for that. Um, it's November. It's November, man. It's, it's November 2nd, man. We in November. And I want to give a shout out, you know, my Vision for Kids organization. And in the month of November, so far, we only have one birthday. And it's been like that for some time now. And that birthday is none other than my man Seven. You know what I'm saying? Special story about Seven. Um, he's turning three. Um, I was the only one that knew that that he was coming on this earth. I called it, you know what I'm saying? Like his his, his mother's family. Um, I can't can't wait to get older, man. Like he's he's my special basketball project. You know what I'm saying? I, I envision him on Dream Elite, uh, being a point guard. And this is what you got to do, man. You got to start early. You got to start early. Um, from day one, I'll put a basketball in his hand, and I'm going to continue to do so. You know what I mean? I'm gonna, uh, He's going to be my guy at, you know, this basketball from day one, and I'm going to see where it goes. You know what I'm saying? That, that's my challenge. That's my challenge. So I just want to say happy birthday to my man, Seven. You got the month all to yourself and the Vision for Kids organization. Enjoy it. We love you. Can't wait to see you get older. We can't wait to see you on that basketball court. You already got an offer from Dream Elite. You know what it is. And we're going to do big things, man. We're going to win this championship, man. But enjoy enjoy your birthday. Enjoy the whole month. And just, just do your thing, man. I can't see. Can't wait to see what the future holds. So shout out to my man, Seven. Um, so special uh, schedule note. Uh, you know, same time. You know, this is our third year. Slack is talk. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what it is. Get same schedule every year. Every year, you know, we ending the, we we ending this year on a high note. 
Y'all know what it is. Like November is the is the last month of the of the season for Slackers Talk until January. You know, we take the whole month of December off unless there's something like real pressing. And I just wanna say, you know, y'all know what it is. Same thing. Uh we have like roughly like maybe three episodes left in this month. We're gonna make it all count. I wanna be the first to tell you, man, going into the next year, we we still gonna do do it big. We still gonna have our, our, our conversations about, you know, anything that comes up, life, you know what I mean, same exact thing. But, you know, bigger things are coming for Slackers Talk. Uh we gonna uh implement some new things, man, some new formats. Some new shows. We're going to have some new guests. I can't wait. You know, January, as always. I like the thing, Martin Luther King Month. We're still doing that. I want to have some guests. I want to have some guests on the show that actually, you know, live through that. You know what I'm saying? To, to celebrate him this year. And then, as you know, February, man, you know, Black History Month. Where, you know, each show, you know, I'm, 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 I'm giving our props. I'm giving props. To somebody who contributed to the culture. Somebody, you know, that, that has a big impact on us being alive today. You know what I'm saying? Uh, somebody that, that that built the foundation. You know, that, that kind of thing. Whether it's a sports figure. Um, whether it's just, you know, a public figure or what have you. You know, there's anybody that contributed to the culture. So that's still happening. But, you know, just be on the lookout for a new Slackers Talk format. Some new additions, you know what I mean? I can't wait to see, you know, what, what y'all think, you know what I mean? But it's, it's going to be some some great changes. I hope y'all ready, man. Y'all know me, man, innovative. Always got some new things coming. So just be on the lookout for that. Other than that, let's jump right in. Let's jump right in, man. We got, a, we got yet another crazy situation to talk about. And I mean... It is crazy. And it's about none other than Joe Smith. Now, as far as my listeners go, it's kind of, I got kind of like a mixed fan base. You know, my, my fan base and my listeners range from 16 to 53, roughly. And I even have people older than that that you know that's older than that that listen. You know what I'm saying? But on the average, I say between those two ages. So for my for my for my young listeners out there, I have to probably explain to you who Joe Smith is. But if you if if you're if you're a dream elite member, you know, you play for my basketball team and it's your goal to play in the NBA, then you should know your history. You should know the players that came before you. You know, you should know, like for example, um, me being a student of the game and, and love basketball, I never seen, I never got a chance to see Wilt Chamberlain play in a live basketball game. But I learned who he is. I never got a chance to see Oscar Robinson. But you know, I was amazed at this. I had to find out about this guy that that averaged a triple-double. You know what I'm saying? That was unheard of to me. Uh, Earl of Pearl Monroe. 
Uh, the list goes on. If you're a fan of something, you should know all about the people that came before you. You know what I'm saying? Not just during your time, but before. You have to do your history. You have to do your research. Now, this is for those of you that didn't do your research. I have to first explain to you who Joe Smith is. Joe Smith is a former NBA basketball player. Former number one overall pick. Not former first round pick. Former first pick overall in the draft. By the Golden State Warriors, mind you. He came out of the University of Maryland. He even had a buzzer beater against my team, you know, the Duke Blue Devils. Which I still haven't forgotten, you know what I'm saying? But he came out of college um, after his sophomore season. I believe his sophomore year, he averaged 20 points, 10 rebounds. And, you know, he was the man in college. You know, he, he was the man in college. And just, just some notable, some notable history. Uh, he was drafted first overall before Kevin Garnett. Uh, who else? Uh, who am I forgetting, man? Uh, pardon me for a second. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. My man, Tar Heels. Even though I don't like him, I'm a Duke fan. But uh, Rasheed Wallace and Jerry Stackhouse. You know, he was drafted before them two cats. And you could even throw in there Antonio McDice, who who was a good player in his own right. But yeah, he, you know, there's some of the names that he was drafted, you know, ahead in the, in the 1995 draft. Like I said, he got drafted by Golden State. Um, Some people would say that he's a bust. I wouldn't say that. He, to me, this is what I go by. If you were drafted, if you're a top five pick, you're expected to be a, a multi, you know, multi-time all-star, a potential Hall of Fame candidate. You know, when somebody drafts you that high, that's that's what the team is thinking. You know, they they're looking at you as you know, multi-year all-star at least. You know what I'm saying? Potential Hall of Famer. You know, definitely, you know, you're supposed to be the, a franchise player. And I wouldn't say he was ever a franchise player, but he put up some, some solid numbers. You know, um, he played for 16 years. So, you know, he didn't flame out. He wasn't one of them cats that played three or four years and you never heard of him again. Uh, never a superstar, but always solid. Always a, a good player to have on your team. You know what I'm saying? You you need players like that. Everybody, as I said before, everybody can't be a superstar. You know what I'm saying? And that's okay. Because you need people to come in and play a role. You need those kind of people that, you know, I might not average 25 or, or 28, but... On a given night, I could do that. You know what I'm saying? If need be. You know, I could do that here and there. You need those kind of players. You know what I'm saying? If if you have a player like that, that's your third, you know, a fourth best player, you, you got something. You got something. You got a good, you got a great team. But, you know, solid. 
you know, 16-year career. Uh, he made a reported 61 million over his over his playing career, which is is not bad. You know, I know y'all probably saying it's peanuts today compared to the contracts. You know, the contracts that's being signed today, like you got people making 50 million in one year. So you talking about this cat only made 61 million in 16 years? I know, I, I know what you're thinking. You know what I'm saying? But back then, 61 million dollars was a lot of money, and and even now, you know, 61 million dollars is it's nothing to laugh at. You know, it's definitely nothing to laugh at. That's 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 good money, man. You know what I mean, 61 million, you you in business? Like you you could potentially be set for the rest of your life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you do everything right. You live right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, make the right investments and stuff like that. So that's definitely, like, nothing to laugh at. Um. So, he, yeah, he made 61. So on a quick note, I have to say this because it's going to come. I have to tell you this because it's going to come back into play at, you know, during our conversation about, you know, what he's going to do now with his wife and everything. So, an important key element to his playing career, right? I believe it was, I might be wrong on the, on the year, but like in 1998, right? He became a free agent, I believe. Um, I might be, like I said, I might be off on the year. It might have been a little bit later than that, Right? 99, like close to 2000, something like that. Now, first off, well, let me tell the story. Let me tell the story first. I'm sorry. Let me tell the story first. I might be off on a year, but he was a free agent. And like I said, he didn't become a superstar, but there's a place for him to lead. You know, his first year, he averaged 15 points. Uh, with Golden State, second year, 18 points. And I think maybe third year was 16. Those are solid numbers. You need players like that. Those are those are those are good numbers. If you do that over your career, though, that's pretty that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Not superstar, but but pretty good. And Golden State offered him an $80 million contract extension, um, which he turned down. And I'm going to get back to that, which was which which is a mistake. And I want to use that as a teaching lesson too. So I'm going to get back to that. But he became a free agent, and you know he wasn't a superstar, but he was a solid player. A lot of teams like were interested in him. You know, like he averaged 15 points. You know, 18 points. You know, ah, you know teams. Certain teams maybe think, you know, maybe it was the fit in Golden State that wasn't right. Maybe if I bring him over here, you know, that 15 could become 22 points a game. You know, sometimes it's, sometimes it's the fit. Sometimes it's the fit and sometimes it's the system. But he was a free agent. And, you know, he turned down the, the extension from Golden State. And he signed with the Minnesota Timberwolves. But there was a catch to it. When he signed with the Minnesota Timberwolves, he only signed for two million for two million dollars. 
And at the time, everybody was like, huh? Like, what, what, what went wrong there? What's, what's going on there? And it's because, like I said, you know, he was a sought-after free agent. Like, there were teams, like, there were teams that were offering him big money to come play for them. And he turned it down to play in Minnesota for this little contract. Everybody like, yo, what's going on? The next year, he played out that year. You know, solid numbers, not spectacular. He played out that year. It was a one-year contract. He played that out. Signed again for another one, uh, another one-year deal. This time it was, you know, a little bit more, like two million, two point five or something like that. Played that year out. Signed with Minnesota for one year again. So that was three one-year contracts, three, all for like under three million dollars. So it comes out that you know the agents that that was working for him which was two agents, they split up and it was found out to be a scandal. They had a they had an agreement under the table that if he signed these you know these three one year contracts that he would get the maximum of eighty six million. But because of the breakup, the commissioner found out about it and it wasn't able to go through. The Minnesota team, Timberwolves got fined, they lost draft picks. Uh, people got suspended, all kind of stuff. But he he never got his money. So that's what happened there. You know what I'm saying? He had the potential to to make more money, but the scandal was one thing, and him uh, turning down Golden State almost for like the same money was another. As far as like the financial side of it, now. Here's my teaching part of the evening, right? If you're an athlete, specifically, well, you know, I was going to say specifically a basketball player, but no, it, it doesn't matter. If, you, if you're an athlete, period, you know, whether it's basketball, baseball, football, right? You have to hire an agent, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I understand that. The agent works for you, you know, regardless of, what team you have around you, whether it's your agent, um, advisor, management, whatever. Regardless of who ha who you have on your team and what position or role that they play, you have to make sure that you also know that position. You have to make sure, if it's management, you have to make sure that they manage you how you want to be managed. You tell them. You don't let them tell you. They can recommend things to you. Their job is to recommend things to you. And it's your job to like say yeah, yeah and nay. But they don't call shots. You do. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you're the one that makes that decision. To say yes or no. I want to throw that out there. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what his job is. They work for you. It's your job to say yes or no. It's your job to tell them uh, what kind of opportunities to look for. You know, you control the situation, you control your destiny, and you, you and you control the relationship. Period, point blank, plain and simple. Don't let nobody tell you no different. When you play professional, 
and you're a free agent, which means that you're up for a contract. You can sign with any team that you want for any amount of money that you're offered, right? Now, it's no secret. Everybody wants to make the most money that they can make possible. It's no secret. That's in basketball, that's in movies, that's in uh, TV shows, uh, that's in business, that's in music, that's in everything. People want to make the most money that they can make. There's no secret there, right? At the same time, at the same time, you have to be realistic about the situation, right? You have to be realistic about the situation. If, if I'm a basketball player and I average, you know, let's say I've been in the league for three years or four years and I average 16 points a game. 16 points a game is good. It's not 29 points. It's not, it's not a game, you know, it's not a game-changing average. It's not, it doesn't put me in a category by myself. I'm not a league leader. Um, I'm not on a Hall of Fame uh, tra trajectory at the time, at, at, at this point in time in my career. There's room for improvement, right? Now, that's just facts. This is what, this is the truth. This is my numbers. This is what everybody see. Not this one team. Everybody see this. Everybody knows my numbers. Everybody looked at it. All parties involved know what this is. Right? Now, it's great if somebody wants to pay you a top dollar. If a team, if you average 15 points and somebody wants to make you the highest paid player ever, that's fine. Take it. That's fine. You know, take it. If you like the, the, the coach, you like the team, and you feel like the contract, that's the contract you want, that you want, take it. If a team offers you, I don't know, say 60 million, 80 million, and that's your highest offer, and you know, that's that's the highest offer that you got. Do not gamble, do not take a gamble and think that you can get something better than that if you haven't been offered more than that yet. Because based on your numbers, your numbers are not there to back up, you know, you want to get paid more. You understand? It's not likely. You know, 80 million is a good number. Not likely that somebody's going to top that. If they were, they would have did it already. So that's just like something to think about. Do not gamble. Because if you gamble and they pull their offer off the table, you might be stuck with nothing. So that's something to consider. Even though that you want to play, you want to you want to make top dollar. If your numbers are not top player. You might want to look at the situation. You might want to look at that before you lose out. So that's the lesson for the day. Now, let's get into the situation. Joe Smith, Joe Smith retires in 2012. 
um, after 16 years, um, he gets married, right? They've been married, I, I think, ever since his retirement. Um, from what I understand, he didn't want to retire. It was kind of to a point where, you know, it ran his course. You know, nobody wanted to sign him. But, you know, he gets married. Um, from what I understand, you know, she's a former adult film star. You know, worked in clubs. She did a little bit of singing, um, things of that nature. And, you know, they've been married since 2012, which is roughly... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, maybe like 2010. It's been about 13 years. That, that's been reported about 13 years. And... Recently, Joe Smith just found out from a friend of his that his wife has been doing OnlyFans for the past year without his knowledge of it, right? Without him knowing. You know, he had no knowledge of the situation at all. So the story goes, you know, I know y'all been seeing the videos. The videos have been out there. Um, you know, there's a video of of him arguing with her. And she's actually recording the argument. You know, she's recording it. Um, in the video, he's clearly, he's mad. But he's not going off. Like, he's not going off like a normal person would. Like, he's not cursing. He's not doing, I guess, you know, he's not doing furniture. And this led to people believing that this was all set up. Right? Because, you know, he wasn't cursing. He was kind of calm in the video. You know, there was no furniture doing and stuff like that. And I got to tell you, I, I don't think... You know, Joe Smith has never been in trouble in his playing career that I know of. And just because somebody doesn't curse somebody out or don't furniture and threaten people and stuff like that, it doesn't mean that they're not mad. You know what I'm saying? It, maybe it could be that that's not his forte. You know, that's that's not his demeanor. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not I'm not going to, like, hold that against him. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? That's a positive thing that... You know, he's able to, you know, express himself without maybe further getting himself in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Because anger leads to other things sometimes that we don't plan for and we don't, you know, we don't look for. You know what I'm saying? So that's a good thing to me. But, you know, reportedly, you know, there's been a, a video of, you know, his wife saying, you know, they have financial problems. Um... Joe Smith doesn't, you know, want to do anything, you know, to help out the family. She's basically, you know, talking that she's the breadwinner. You know, she's the one that, that does the hustling and, and trying to make things happen. Where, you know, he's just laid back. He's just like laid back, whatever, whatever, you know, that type of thing. And when this was brought, when this news was brought to my attention and, you know, the first thing I thought, you know, maybe it was staged. But then when I saw, you know, her interview, I didn't think that it was it, it was staged. 
right? So, we all know that people do things nowadays for what you call clout. They do things to get views. Um, they do things to get noticed. Like, a situation like this could, could, could bring more sales to her to our um, OnlyFans because everybody want to check out what this uproar is about now. And I'm, I'm sure, like, the numbers are going through the roof um, ever since this was made public, man. You know what I'm saying? That, that's just, that's the world we live in. That's how things work. You know what I'm saying? But when I saw the interview, I started not to think that this was staged. You know what I'm saying? I started to think that this was real. And I'm going to tell you why. Now, you have some, some strange people. You know what I'm saying? In the world. And there's always like some exceptions to the rule. There's always like some exceptions, man. Always, 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 right? But, you know, I'm a guy. I'm a man. And we live in a competitive world. And I'm going to tell you how I think. And what I like to do is I don't go off my own opinion. I like, I like to, what I like to do in a roundabout kind of way, I like to go around and get the opinion of others to see if, you know, my way of thinking matches with theirs. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be the only one that think a certain way. You know, I, I feel like if there's a lot of if there's a lot of people that agree with what I'm saying, that makes me kind of feel like I'm on to something. That kind of makes me think that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm right or I'm thinking the right way. Now, me being a guy and it's a competitive world, this is my idea. And I haven't had, like, one guy, like, yet throughout the years. Like, I'm talking about, like, over about 20 years now that I've had this idea about this. And I've, like, over the years asked people. And I've never had a guy, like, disagree. Not yet. Not one yet. You know what I'm saying? Not one yet. A guy... If, if if you were to put if you were to put two women in front of a guy you know what I'm saying and say you have to choose and tell the guy that he has to choose one right now on a scale from 1 to 10 like as far as like looks as far as like body both of the women are a thousand top of the charts like you could probably say they're the best, the best looking woman that, that there ever was. Both of them, right? From head to toe, everything. Looks, body, everything, right? They both equal, right? Maybe as far as job, career, both equal. House, uh, both equal, right? But like, let's say one of them, right? Let's say the guy that has to make a decision, he knows that one of these women have like, potentially like slept around and been with a number of, you know, 
a certain number of different guys. Maybe even people that, maybe even guys that he know. You know what I'm saying? Right? Now the other one, we're not going to say that she's a virgin, but the other one, like, he just doesn't know. Like, it's a mystery. Like, as far as he know, like, he'll be the only one, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as the world would know, like, he's the only guy to get that. Like, to be with that. Like, as far as he know. Like, what other guy she been with, like, he don't know them. You know what I'm saying? All guys said that they would pick the unknown. You know what I'm saying? Everything else being equal, I'm going to pick the unknown. Because a guy... Now, even though, like, he would probably deal with both of them if he could, but only having the option of one, they would rather deal with the unknown. Because a guy would be, rather be the first, you know, the first person to say they was with her than this joining one of the million over here. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather be the king of my own castle than to join a, a, a nation of an army. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, in that sense. You know what I mean? If you know what I'm saying, right? Nine times out of ten, a guy that... that guys that mess with adult stars and, you know, um, strippers, they plan... Their plan is to take them out of that environment. They, they figure that... You know, like Joe Smith, who's a who's an NBA player, who was a millionaire, feels like, okay, if you come over here with me, you know, you don't have to do that no more. Nine times out of ten, that's 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 his way of thinking. That, that's the person's way of thinking. That's the plan. I don't think he envisions him being in the NBA and making millions, and she's still doing that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's not the plan in his mind. And not just him, anybody who meets, you know, a female from that, you know what I mean? From that environment. You know what I mean? That's the plan. That's the plan that he has in mind for her to stop doing it. Right? Now, at the same time, though, it's a two-way street. If y'all do get together... Right? And she leaves that lifestyle behind. She no longer does this. She no longer does that. Because now she's with you. You have to have an understanding that yes, it is possible that, that, that she really likes you for real. I'm not, you know, I don't put everybody in the box. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't put everybody in the box. You know what I mean? Because there's people that 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 need that need that job, um, that have to work at the club. You know, they fell on hard times. There's different stories, man. It's not everybody's not bad. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's not good. Everybody's not bad. You know, I'm that type of person. So when you, when she leaves with you, and she comes out of that environment, yes, there's a possibility that you know, she just she's in love with you, and she just you know. She likes you like that and she wants to give this a chance. But a big part of this that you have to know and you have to realize is that 
it's undeniable. She's leaving that scene and being with you because you provide a lifestyle. Now, not necessarily saying that she's a gold digger, but you're a safety net. Like, you provide, you know what I'm saying? You provide, you're, you're providing stability. You're providing security. You know what I'm saying? Part of her going with you, that's included. You have to, you have to know that. And I, and I say that to say that once you know, if you know and you realize that the, the, the lifestyle that you provide and the security and the stability that you provide, once you know that that's part of the game and part of the situation, you have to realize that if you no longer have that status anymore, if you no longer provide that security, if that's the case, you know, she's saying that they have financial problems. When you no longer provide that, you have to be aware that her going back to this is a, is a possibility, a very strong possibility. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, because the first thing she's going to say is, you knew this when you met me. You knew this about me when you met me. And lo and behold, in the video, that's exactly what she's saying. It's exactly what she's saying. And you know, that's exactly what she's saying. And the interview she did, she's just going in, like, like she's just going in on them. Like there's no sugarcoating it. Like, you know, I, I did what I did. I don't plan on stopping. Um, you know, I'm the only one like trying to keep this together and hold it down. You know, he's broke. You know, he, he don't have no hustle in him. She even went on to say that he works for one of her companies that she's trying to get, that she got started. And, you know, she doesn't plan on stopping. And she's just like, she's trying to be respectful about it, but it's like no kind of way of being respectful about it, man. You know, there's no way that you could be respectful by disrespecting somebody, man. It's like no way. And yes, it's true that people do things for clout, but things have to be like drastically bad for me to sign up for knowing that, you know, millions of people are going to see my wife. Not, it's one thing to know that like everybody doesn't have like this mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody don't have that mindset, right? So he may have been all right with it. He, well, he, well, let me change that. He has no choice but to be all right with it because she was already doing it before they met. I mean, he couldn't change that. You know what I'm saying? One way or the other. So the fact that he still started a relationship and still got married with her, he accepted that part. So, you know, he was... Oh, he had to be okay with it then. I don't know. Like, every every guy's not going to be okay 
with their wife still doing it while they're together. You know what I'm saying? Unless, unless Joe Smith himself is in that industry. You know what I'm saying? If if both parties involved is in that industry, then okay, it's fair game. I I can see him being like strong minded like that, and you know not, you know it's not being a big deal. But if you believe in your mind that you know you took her from that environment, and your plan all along was like not to see that no more, it's hard just to like sign up for that just for clout, man. You know what I'm saying? And all these people are like seeing your wife while you with her. And she's on there talking about you broke and you don't have no hustle and you work for her. I don't know if I can sign up for that, man. I don't see the I don't see the game, man. I, I don't like you know it's how low do you want to go? Like, how, you know, how, how low do you want to go? It's like, I always use this example, man. If, if I wanted to kill somebody, I'm not going to have them shoot in my direction. Like, yeah, it's like, so what, what, what company or what business is going to want to do business with him now? When all that is being said about him in public by his own wife. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I I don't I don't see I don't see the game. Like, if if you're gonna be clout chasing, it has to be like a some kind of financial gain at the end. And and it's like this is more damaging than, than good. You know what I mean? It's more damaging than good. You know, it's it's no gain. And even at one point in the interview where she stated that she had this account for a whole year, when they, you know, she was asked how, you know, how, how he didn't know about it, she came out and said, well, this is what happens when you don't pay attention to your wife. So it's kind of like, you know, you could tell that she was serious, but she was kind of also like making light of the situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, but the, the fact of the matter is like, certain things are like game changing, man. Like certain, certain things, like certain things, like if you, if you're trying to like, do some good or something like that. And, and, and you know, like it's controversy in it and you know, people are going to look at you different. Like you got to tell a person, man, like you, you got to tell the person it's like certain things like you just can't do behind somebody back and then expect a, a, a positive outcome from it. You know, if, if, if you, if, if you really, if she really believed what she was doing was right and she was going to do it anyway, I don't see the point in hiding it from him. Why not just tell him and do it anyway? You see what I'm saying? Like she's already on there like saying, you know, I don't think we gonna get a divorce. Like he's going to come around and all this kind of stuff. Okay. Then it, 
if you felt like what you're doing is all right and he's going to accept it, why hide it? You see what I'm saying? And then, not for nothing, not for nothing, but when you come out and you say, well, this is what happened when you don't pay your wife no attention. That also leads me to believe that you may have did some other stuff too. And this is just the one, this, this OnlyFans account is just the one thing that you couldn't hide. Because it's, it's out there, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's out there. So, you know, he has to consider that too. And, you know, is this a, it's just a different mindset, man. You know, it's a different way of thinking, man. You know, over the years, well, you know, she said she's she only been doing it for a year. And my thing, too, is, you know, she mentioned it, that she had it on her Instagram. It is hard to believe that he never came across that. You know, somebody, somebody had to tell him. But there is people that's not out there in social media, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he's one of those, you know, maybe, maybe he's one of those, you know, that's not, you know, on social media, you know, I haven't, I haven't came across him, you know, as far as I know, ever since he retired, he has been out of the limelight, you know, you don't really hear much about him or nothing like that, but it's a different way of thinking, man, over the years, you know, y'all done went to, y'all done had like family functions, like people done probably came over to uh, to the house for a barbecue, you know, some of his friends and stuff like that. And, you know, he probably thinking everything is normal. You know what I mean? Lo and behold, like, you know, th those same friends that came over to the house, they done seen all your wife before. You know what I'm saying? Like, they done seen everything. Uh, they, you know what I mean? They, they probably know this as much as he do. That's something that you know, the man, you know, would want to know, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have, like, you just don't have, like, people looking at him crazy, man, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of whether he accepted or not, like, you know what I'm saying? He should have a choice. And, like I said, you know, when he met her, you know, he should have known that if he ever fell on hard times, that this would be a possibility, you know, he shouldn't have never been, you know, told completely, like, naive about it. You know, no no matter how long y'all been together, no matter how, how much she's saying that she love you, it's still that situation, you know what I'm saying? Like, no matter what, you know, that was on the table. And, you know, him being a grown man, you know, he should have known that. And as of now, man, what I would say to him, man, it is what it is. Um, that's That's done already. And, like, God forbid, you know, the only thing that you can kind of save now is hopefully you wasn't in none of the, the videos. Hopefully, like, she didn't record you, you know, y'all two together, and she's selling that. That part, I don't know for sure, but I've, I've kind of heard that she recorded him too. You know, I'm holding out hope that that's not true, but, you know, hopefully that, you know, hopefully, hopefully you wasn't in the video, you know, you'd be able to save, you know, 
you be able to save face a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Even though everything is out there, you know, you be able to save that part of it. But on the bright side of it, um, when y'all got married, I don't know what the agreement was. But if she did OnlyFans, you know, behind your back, and definitely if you're in those videos and she recorded you and, you know, she's making money without you knowing, at least if y'all was to get a divorce, you wouldn't have to pay her anything considering the circumstances. I mean, I don't see nobody that's going to not look at it that way. You know what I'm saying? And, hey, you know, she might have to even pay you. At, at least you won't lose on that end. This has been the Slackers Talk Podcast, a.k.a. the talk of the town. Now, I'm your host, film producer Jason Slack. And, man, I know it's hard. It's, it's real hard, man. But we got to know what's going on around us, man. You know what I mean? We got to know what's going on around us. Even if, if even if you're involved with a person that, that's involved with stuff that you're not, you have to get involved in it or know about it because they in it. That's all I'm going to say about that. Y'all be safe out there. As always, thanks for tuning in. And we'll be back again to talk next week. Peace. You're listening to the Slack Is Talk Podcast, a.k.a. the talk of the town now. Find out what's going to happen next.